millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. What is going on, everyone? And welcome back to the channel. I hope you're all doing well. Now, of course, as we all know, the coronavirus pandemic has now been around for, what, 14 or so months at least? But incredibly, despite millions of deaths now, there are still some people on this earth that refuse to wear a mask. Now, I'm fortunate enough that I've never had the displeasure of meeting an anti-masker, but some of you might have done, and OP in our first story did too. However, the way they dealt with this person was just brilliant. Let's get into the story. Anti-masker needs to look in the mirror. This one's short and sweet. I'm at the Mart of Walls and in line to pay, minding my own business. A senior girl starts going off on the cashier about masks. I couldn't keep my chuckle in because it's just so stupid by this point with these people. Am I right? Cue the old bat whirling on me. The usual, I'm a sheep, I'm stupid, everything's fake, her rights are being infringed upon, etc. I just looked at her and waited. When she paused, I said, that's fine. Your shirt is inside out. I've never seen an anti-masker grab their things so fast and flee in embarrassment. Oh, wow. What a line. Perfectly delivered. Just, you know, telling her to shut up pretty much, but in a more polite way. How are anti-maskers still a thing in 2021? I don't really know, but well done. Well done, OP. Now moving on to our second story of the episode. I let a restaurant go to hell on a busy Saturday night and it kickstarted my career. This was when I was 18. I'm 34 now, so around 2004, 2005. Think pre-iPhone, but cell phones like the Nokia 3310 exist, which I had because my parents wanted to make sure I could always be contacted. I worked at a bar chain restaurant for six months. Let's call it C. It was a completely new store. When we opened, we were the only building for eight blocks, except for the sister restaurant next door that was part of the same investment group as C. It was a decent upper middle class white neighborhood, so we get lots of people in the door. I was originally hired as to go, but I was trained up in almost everything in the restaurant, and I frequently filled in shifts, and I got the most hours for it. It was the worst job I ever had, and it still is. After getting shifted around to different homes, to go, QA, host, sometimes server, I eventually ended up in bus, which is cleaning tables. They promised they would move me off of bus once we had buses, but as we'll find out later, that day never came. The main reason this happened is that we ran out of buses. They tried hiring buses at a rapid rate, but it didn't work. The average survival rate for a busser was two weeks, including training time. Eventually, our reputation of chewing out busses made its rounds. No one would even show up for interviews for the job. See, at sea, a pecking order had been established. At the top, you had the managers. Then it was the servers. Then it was the bar servers, restaurant servers, etc. Guess what was at the bottom? That's right, busses. Anytime I spoke up about how people need to pre-bust their tables, People scoffed and said I should just do my job. I explained how I could clear an entire restaurant by myself if everyone pre-bust their tables. 30 seconds per table if they did versus 8 minutes per table if they didn't. Deaf ears. 
Guys, if it wasn't already obvious, just quickly, a busser is pretty much someone at a restaurant who, you know, cleans the tables, gets them ready, gets all the cutlery out, that sort of stuff, making sure that it all looks nice and is sanitary and ready for new guests to come in and eat. So, I've got to explain about why there's a huge time differential between a pre-bus table and a total bus table. If the servers took every plate off the table, even if the table was grotty, I could wipe it into my buckets, clean up a few things, wipe down the seats, reset the center of the table, and move on to the next one. I'd be in and out in 30 seconds and onto the next table. However, if I had to totally bust a table, I'd have to take all of the plates and organize everything on the tab. Now this is time varied depending on the number of people at the table. Two minutes for a two top, four to five minutes for a four person table, etc. If a table had ordered a lot of drinks, multiple fajitas, each fajita meal contained no less than six dishes, and or had been particularly unsanitary about their eating practices, unruly kids usually, you could add up to three minutes per table. This also compounds that I had to go back to the kitchen and sort through all of the plates, cups, etc. Okay, it's all becoming a little bit clear now why this might just be the worst job imaginable. Well, two months into my we're going to move you off of busing once we find buses, it's a busy Saturday night. I'm talking one hour wait at 6.30pm. Half the tables are currently dirty and I'm working my butt off, but each table takes about five minutes because nobody is pre-bussing tables. I'm told the priority is the restaurant, so I had to tell the bar waiters that they probably wouldn't be bussed at all because it would be so busy. They were not having that, and the on-shift assistant manager told me I should do my job, but I should still prioritize the restaurant, not the bar. Whatever, I'm constantly telling servers to pre-bust their tables, only to be ignored. It was a particularly bad night, so I asked if the dishwashers could help me out when I brought back my tabs instead of organizing everything myself. They were nice, so they agreed, and it was a decent system. It roughly cut out two to three minutes per table. Look, it was still pretty horrible with lots of people wanting food, and it still didn't help that I had to go back to the kitchen every time there was a full bus table. Enter Karen, queen of the bar server female dogs. Remember that pecking order I mentioned? Yeah, she was the queen of the server order. She was one of the ones that constantly berated me for my job performance, despite the fact that I did more than almost anyone else in the restaurant. She made my last two months a living hell, constantly telling me I didn't do a good job, that she had to wait for me for too long, etc. I constantly told the assistant managers and manager about the disrespect I received, and they said I should just man up. She never got a single write-up. One particularly busy Saturday night, Karen was a server in the bar side, which meant she wasn't in the priority. I told her that I couldn't bust her tables unless she pre-bust them, and only if there weren't restaurant tables I needed to bust. She was constantly telling me I needed to bust her tables, and I was lazy, despite the fact I'd lifted over 300 tabs that night. She wasn't the priority. She didn't pre-bust any of her tables, and she was always on the back dock smoking. Once that night, a nice couple saw me working on the table behind them and politely asked if they could talk to their server so they could take their order. She'd left them alone for 15 minutes while she was smoking on the back dock and flirting with one of the prep cooks. She scoffed when I interrupted her flirting. Oh, I'm sorry, Karen. I'm sorry I interrupted your sixth flirting break today so you can do the thing you were hired to do. At about 6.30 p.m. that night, the restaurant got flooded with people. 
one hour waits and I had to push my butt to the limits I was flipping tables despite absolutely zero of the servers pre-bussing However, since the restaurant was the priority I couldn't get to her tables at all Finally, we got a dip I could finally get to her three tables and as you guessed all of them aren't pre-bussed So I have to do the full bussing for her three tables despite them being vacant for almost 45 minutes After the first table She follows me back to the second table and tells me I need to hurry and i'm garbage at my job And i'm making her lose money I tell her to leave me alone and don't reprimand me in the front of the house It was embarrassing with bar patrons looking over their shoulder and I could see they honestly felt sorry for me I was at the lowest point in my life at that point in time I honestly felt like I was the worst human being in the world. Once she left, I stopped bussing and sat down at the table for a second. I looked at the dirty, half-full tab and I got up. The table wasn't finished and I left my dirty tab on the seats. I went to the back in to go. It wasn't active and this was before widespread internet. We got maybe 15 orders per night. So the managers had relegated to go duties to the QA that serviced the rest of the restaurants It was easily accessible for them, but it was also vacant at that point in time Call in to go was a relatively new and novel concept I put down my headset turned it off pulled out a to go pad and wrote a full note Noting how this restaurant is going to go down the toilet Unless the managers get balls and reprimand the staff for treating buses like rubbish I then left without telling anyone I was called on my cell phone about five minutes into my drive home and the assistant manager told me OP you still have a shift my response was no I don't I quit hey everyone I've been on the go recently Phoenix Kansas City Chicago if you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home you have an Airbnb Hosting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at Airbnb.com slash boast. Their response, OP, you still have a shift. Again, my response, no, I freaking don't need to be disrespected like I have. I quit. She had the gall to repeat herself. OP, you still have a shift. I hung up and turned off my phone. It turned out that I left just in time for the dinner rush. Saturdays, we closed at midnight. So for those last four hours, it was hell in a handbasket. I was told that the assistant manager prevented any of the staff from going home until 2 a.m. Because the restaurant was basically a trash basket by the end Wait times at 10 p.m. were capped because they were well over two hours The host told me later on that she had had to turn away 40 families that night because everything went to hell Some people just left while waiting for a table Orders were getting misplaced and more This information made it up to corporate And they had to call in a fixer team to figure out what happened They wanted to call me, but I wasn't going to talk to them As a result of this night, there was some restructuring in the business The manager got shifted to another position in the company The assistant manager that called on staff was let go Karen was wrote up and relegated to the terrible shifts and eventually left I didn't return for two months, but not as an employee, 
but a customer. See, I was told all of this by one of the remaining assistant managers, the one that actually treated me like a human being, and he gave me all of my tip shares, which was nice. The next best part about this, the day after I left C, my best friend found an ad that a huge game maker was looking for QAs. We applied that day and the following week, I got interviewed and hired on the spot. My friend unfortunately didn't make it. It was the beginning of my programming career. I advanced through that job, got over to automation programming, then got hired at other companies. Now I'm a senior programmer for a sheriff's office with 14 years of programming experience. That is amazing. I'm sorry, but that is actually amazing from OP. I genuinely want to give you a round of applause. You know and you knew how important you were to the running of that restaurant, especially on a crazy busy Saturday night. It genuinely seemed to me as if you were doing the work of not one employee, but three, four, even five. I mean, everyone else seemed to be on a break, smoking, flirting, whatever. And you were having to fill in, do the job of three people and just, oh, going mental. The balls that you must have, by the way, to say, you know what? I know how much I'm worth it. I know how integral I am to the the, the future of this business just in this one evening and in future if i quit now the whole thing is going to hell you did it and it did amazing you know someone with less bravery less courage would probably say i really want to quit i'm clearly undervalued here but it's all going to go to rubbish it's all going to go terribly if i do but you knew it would and that's why you quit brilliant scenes honestly if people aren't you know valuing you as as an employee and and they're making you do too much work what a way to go out just show them by by not going to work This is how much you need me. And this is how lost you are without me. I've also got to say the fact that you're now a programmer, that's sick. I mean, that's an amazing job. Sounds a lot more fun than doing this. That's for sure. I mean, when you said at the start, it's one of the worst jobs possible. I thought it can't be that bad. You know, it's only, you know, cleaning tables. It seems okay. Not, you know, that fun, but not horrible. Now I kind of see after reading that story, how horrible it is. But programming, very sick. Well done to you. Good career. Pretty crazy that this is how it started, but um, still very, very cool. Great story. Anyway, guys, that is going to do it for this episode of r slash Entitled Parents. I really hope you have enjoyed it. If you did and you want more from me right away, then please do check out a couple of videos on screen. Um, and also, if you are new around here, subscribe, follow, do all those good things. Uh, it makes me feel fantastic. Um, so yes, please do that. And I will see you all tomorrow for a brand new episode. Have a good one.